I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. Ross and Mocha! Ross, Ross and Mocha! And now it's time for Ask Ross and Mocha. Always love the questions that we get from you guys for uh, Ask Ross and Mocha. Hello, Jenna! How are you? Good morning. I'm well, good. How are you? Good. Doing great. Uh, welcome to the Raza Mocha Show podcast. Thank you. Uh, how long have you been listening to the show for? About a year and a half. Oh, nice. How'd you discover us? Um, you, you guys used to have a bus ad where I live. Oh, oh yeah. Where do you live? Yeah. Um, I'm from Vancouver. Oh, AC. nice. Well, shout out to everyone in Vancouver listening. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so what is your question for the room? Okay, my question is, if the internet was deleted, would you be able to live without it? <sighs> Oh, wow. Uh, Absolutely yes. not. Yes, I could. Like Does that include social media? Yes. Well, yeah. Yes. Okay, but we, can, we, we have to say, okay, let's just say uh, ground rules and parameters, though, okay? Because realistically, right now, if we collectively as a society and a population lost the internet, there would be chaos because nobody would be able to do anything. That, like, there you can't pay for things, you can't, all sure. of this stuff. So let's say the world doesn't go into chaos. Mm-hmm. You just don't have access to things like the internet on a computer or on your phone. Or you so can't order something. Basically, or... Jana, um, life before the internet that that some of us may remember. Well, we've depended on it for so long. Yeah, right. yeah. Twenty twenty two, the internet shuts down. Mm. Yeah, so you can no longer buy tickets online. Uh, you can no longer check the weather without watching the news at six. Yeah, um, you have to open the newspaper to see the movie. You got it. Yeah, exactly. You you got to open the newspaper to see the yeah, movie. Yeah, I mean, times. I guess you've learned to figure it out, but like so much of our lives depend on the it, internet, right? It would be yeah, it would be very difficult. Like it would like it would everything would take so much time. Yeah, you would be doing a whole lot less with your day. Because the things that you do do are going to take an extraordinary amount of time to to complete. You'd have to watch movies on DVD. Like you, you have to like you. You remember like going through, uh, like going to a store to find out if they had that thing. Oh, totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. can't look that online. That thing in stock to see. Yes. Right. Like yeah. you can't do that. Like back in the day when, you know, like I remember there was one hair product that I used to use and I would get it at shoppers when I first moved to the city and um, in like 93 or whatever it was. And I remember on a Saturday I would go looking for this hair product and I remember like subway rides because I would go to five shoppers. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you just phone ahead? Because they never gave you a right answer and it would be yeah. busy all the time. Like more, you're forgetting back in the day. Okay. Before internet, if you called a place like shoppers, it would be busy for an hour. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I do remember how calmer it was before the internet. I just remember it being a simpler time. You know, I, I do remember if you wanted concert tickets, you'd have to go to that Tower Records downtown and stand in line with oh, everybody else for a ass. ticket. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing, too, waiting in line. Like, yeah. we don't wait in line for things anymore. Hey, we Jenna, really don't. Uh, you didn't answer the question. Do you think you'd be able to survive? I think I would, because yeah. if it was deleted for everybody, we would all be in a collective crisis, so I wouldn't be responsible for getting things done. Right. See, and I don't have my, like, my economy, like, like how we earn a living is not based around internet, mm-hmm. right? There are a lot of people that would 
panic and go broke because their lives would fall apart because their life, both socially and professionally, rely on oh, the man. rely Could on the you internet. Imagine crypto world. Yeah, oh, and God. any Only world, any world, any world. Right? Like I, like every single employee at Netflix. Yeah. Right? They would have to go back to um, renting out DVDs. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. In, the, in the mail. Um, but like, and I also don't have like my ego wouldn't take a hit because I don't need anything online like social media for that satisfaction. Like I don't, I don't gain from that in any way where somebody like Maury, you know, his day can be changed by a certain amount of likes on a picture or if somebody particular comments or if somebody writes him back in a DM, all of that stuff. Like I don't have that kind of skin in the game when it comes to the internet where somebody like Maury does, like there would be a psychological thing for Maury. But but to her point, I think that if it was down for everybody, it wouldn't hurt me as much because no one's getting likes. I know, but more like um, you won't have like you rely so much on attention. And if without the without the Internet, I guess you would still have this show and you would still get attention. But without the Internet, there would be a hole because you crave that attention so bad. Yeah, but I, you, I guess that you would just have to sort of. God, what would you do? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. Right? Jim, what would you do? You think you could survive? <sighs> I'm going to be honest with you. No. I don't think that I could, man. No. no. And also you're single too, right? Yeah. Like this is I just I just think it's I just think I've I've adjusted my life to relying on it so much yeah. that to have to then turn back and and redo it, I think I'd I think I'd be a mess. No, I don't I think, think I could do it. I think it'll be easier for those people who remember times before internet versus the young people like Shem who only remember internet. How old were you? And when were you? What, when, oh. you when you were you born, Shem? Uh, 1987. I'm 35. You're 35. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, you barely still... remember yeah. because when you were young enough, there's there no internet. You wouldn't have really used it anyway. Sure. Right? True. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when in a, the radio studio I worked at, when the internet first started, there was one computer. Yeah. And everyone, every building had one computer. And one. And it was in the studio yeah. and everyone sort of shared it for the internet. And when email first started, I remember when the owner of the company would read your email and call you to his office if something was, you know, said wrong in an email because yeah. it was new. Yeah. So they would read your email. I just yeah. think about, like, what about kids, right? Like, for example, Roxy, your right. daughter, who right. who's 12, right? Uh, internet has been around her entire life. Like, mm-hmm. how would, would, would she be able to navigate the world without internet? I guess maybe for a younger child, yeah. a, it might be a little bit easier it would be, it would be difficult. for them to yeah. then adapt. Jeez, okay. Uh, it would be for somebody who's 12, like my kid, it would be difficult because she doesn't, she never had the training of how to sort of live without it. Right. So you can't fault a kid who's 12 for spending so much time online because literally that's all they know. Yeah. You know, that's how you do your homework. That's how you research. That's how you watch television. That's how you do everything. Right. Like it's not a luxury for a 12 year old. It's just part of life. That's why when, you know, all these parents talk about screen time and everything, there's a difference. Like when I talk, like when we have conversations about screen time, which we haven't in years, um, but there's good screen time and there's bad screen time. Mm-hmm. Just like when I was growing up, I was either wasting my time or I was being productive with my time. And it's the same thing with kids and screen time. Like you can waste your time in front of a screen or you can be productive in front of a screen. And I have this conversation with Catherine all the time because Catherine has my a whole relationship been like, why don't you ever just sit and read a book? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I will never just sit and read a book. I've never wanted to just sit and read a book. But you can read, read, but like I, other stuff. And then I, I say, I read all the time on online and she's like that's not the same so she has it in her head that what i'm doing is not reading 
Yeah. Right? Because it's it's online. It's screen time. So she, Catherine, is like screen time for everyone, regardless of what you're doing, needs to be dialed back. Hmm. And I'm like, no, because I understand if I'm wasting my time, but I'm being productive with screen time. And therefore, that isn't something that I need to dial back because it's, yeah. it's a choice of what you do. But we have that we have that argument all the time. Also, don't, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, also don't tell me what to do, all right? <laughs> hey, Janet, that was a wonderful question. Thank you so much uh, for your submitting. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on the, the podcast, and more importantly, thank you for listening to us out there in Vancouver. Thank you for having me. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this name. Ausquan, O-U-S-K-1, says here, biggest regret, and how did you come to peace with it? Oh, biggest regret, and how did I come to peace with it? Um, geez. Okay, let me let me move on to Maury, because I'm sure Maury has a list of them. The first one that comes to my mind, and there are many, but the first one that comes to my mind is when Justin Bieber was brand new to music, and I was called back into the radio station to interview Justin Bieber. I didn't know who the hell he was, mm -hmm. and to this day I regret not getting a picture with him. Right. Really, huh? Yeah. I sat like in a small... But he small was a child then. I know, but like I sat in a tiny room with the guy, yeah. asked him the basic questions, because like he only had, I think, the first song, Baby, wasn't it? Yeah, Baby Mocha? Yeah. He, was a, he was like a children's no, one entertainer. Time. One, one time. time sure, yeah. whatever the first... And I just sort of like... Wow, whatever. Asked him whatever. And <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> and then I remember like, I said bye, and he sort of like left, and yeah. then the next day he was like huge, and I'm like, oh man... Wow. I know Matthews was not going with me to interview Lady Gaga because he wanted to clean the bathroom. Ooh. Wait, geez. did he know that he, you were going had, to interview Lady Gaga? Yeah, I said, hey, do you want to come with me to meet Lady Gaga? And he's like, why would I want to go and meet this Lady Gaga person? She has one song. Oh, back his. when she was a new artist. And she had uh, whatever, uh, Poker Face. Yeah, right. And, well, her first single was Just Dance. Huge just fan, dance. eh, Maury? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He was in the bathroom with his under only in his underwear, mopping the floor. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh man, do you have an answer, Shem? Biggest regret and how you, uh, yeah, overcame uh, it or how you came to peace with it? Um, well, time is really how I overcame this regret. I didn't go to my grandfather's funeral. Why? Um, oh, buddy, this was in grade. I, I was in grade nine yeah, at the time, yeah, yeah. and I was. It sounds so stupid, but you had to have been there when it happened. But basically. I was part of a school musical. I was the lead in a school musical. And we had been practicing all year long, like from the previous June right up until uh, performance time the following year in June. And my grandfather ended up passing away, and I didn't have an understudy. And uh, I really wrestled with that decision with my family of, like, do I go or do I put this entire play in jeopardy? And we're supposed to have, like, four nights in a row. Right. It's a big production for the school. Anyways, I got the blessing from my grandmother and my family to just, like, stay. It's okay. Um, and and do the play. Didn't really feel right doing it, but I ended up staying, and I always regret, always, always regret not not, not going and choosing to do the musical over going to my grandfather's funeral, which sounds terrible now that I say it, but uh, no, it doesn't, at the like, time. At it the, at, it's, it's, and, and you sort of, you know, you can rationalize that down to, you know, and I don't know what the relationship was like with you and your with you and your grandfather, but if you can rationalize that to say that you know he would want you to do the play, yes, mm. and you know that, what I mean. And that's exactly what my grandmother said. She yeah. said, "Look, he was super supportive of you singing and doing all that stuff. Go and do it. 
Um, we've got enough family that are going to be there anyways to show them love, and, and that's okay. But every now and then, you know, you're at family, um, you know, reunions, and people are talking, and they mention my grandfather, and that's the first thing that comes to my brain. I'm like, oh, man, I, I wish sometimes that I was there. And even yeah. for, there, were, there were a couple of years afterwards where I felt like my cousins sort of almost, like, held it against me a little bit. Right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, so I get that. I get, I get that. I get that. I don't have anything like that. I mean, I got a ton yeah. of stuff in my, in my life. Um, like, I wish... Um, I invested in real estate maybe a little bit earlier in my life. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that's like probably one, but then like, as you know, you got older and kind of a little bit more financially stable or you learn to manage your finances a little bit better. You can kind of, try your best to play catch up. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. Regrets. Like like, like you brought it, you bring up a really great point, a really, really great point. And somebody in, so when, when the U S housing market crashed in like what was that like 2009 something yeah, like that it was um we had like we were in the like we were just about to start this show uh-huh. and so there was i didn't i didn't know what my future was like i didn't know what was gonna gonna go on and at the time i had like three really great conversations with people because my i did like i was i wasn't like I wasn't planning for the future financially yet because we didn't have the kid yet and all of the, all of this stuff, right? So I wasn't really doing like a whole lot of a whole lot of planning. Um, but there's like I'll give you an example. There's a house in Palm Springs, California, mm-hmm. that I will like. It's 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 been bought and sold and bought and sold quite a bit over the last like say you know um, thirteen years, right? Okay. As the market kind of goes up and down and up and down. And I love Palm Springs. Uh-huh. I love Palm Springs. I love the desert. I love the heat. I love that. I love this, like the town, everything, right? Love Palm Springs. When the market crashed, I started looking around and having conversations with people about, hey, maybe we buy a place in California, mm-hmm. right? Because you would be a fool to not, you know, snap something up. Take advantage. Take advantage. And I was just so uncertain. It's not that I didn't have the money to sort of get a down payment together, but I was just very uncertain about everything at that point, about about life. But there was a house in 2009 that was this classic, like, mid-century modern. Like, it was just gorgeous, right? Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Big pool, mountain view in the back. And in 2009, when everything went to hell, it was for sale for $235,000. Oh, my God. Okay? Yeah. And the last time it sold, which was a couple of years ago, and I remember this because I recognized the house when I saw it, mm-hmm. it sold for two point six. Ooh, baby. So do you purposely check... Like I go looking. I, no, no, I go looking all the time, just to see all okay. the time. And then there was one time where, and because in the states it's different. Like on on certain websites in the states, like on Realtor.com, I think it is. You can click history, and it will tell you there um, how when, when the house was sold and how much it was sold for. Wow. Right where you we don't have that. It's so stupid in Canada. You can't look at that that information, but you can there. And so if you find a house, you like I always whenever I'm looking at real estate in America, yeah, I click on it and then I click that drop down menu and I look to see what the house sold for in like 2009 and these houses like it's it's millions of dollars difference like millions of dollars difference and that is a regret that i have oh, is man. not that i wanted to move to california but just not 
first of all, I hate winters, right? And I would just <laughs> love that I, you know, if the idea of having paid two hundred thousand dollars for a place in California at the time, yeah, um, that you would just have now paid off, presumably, right, is a huge regret because it was an easy thing to do. You could have even gone in with a friend, yeah, yeah, right, T- totally. You know what I mean? Like I, we were we were fools to sort of not do that, and then the banks just went in and bought everything, right? Um, you mentioned about property. I remember there was one year, when was it? I think 2010, when I went to Vegas with DJ Climax and a bunch of his brother and a bunch of other friends. And at the time, so Shem, Shem, very familiar with Vegas. Amen. Our, our favorite, our favorite <laughs> hotel there, hotel Aria. casino, is Aria. So in front of Aria, they have like a set of condos that are yeah. right there, like on the property of where yep. Aria is. Yep. And at the time that we went, they were just building, and it was in and around the recession time. And, and how these much were units they? were like beyond dirt cheap and we were saying like if three of us went in on one of these units right now right and every year that we go back to vegas we do our yearly boys trip every year we go back just out of curiosity we look at the prices and like every year the price of these units have kept rising and rising and rising and rising like Oh, man, I wish I can go back. Hotels, like Vegas hotels at that time when everything went to hell, right? Especially Vegas because, like, nobody could afford anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So especially in Vegas. Um, all those big hotels, like even the old ones, like Bally's and stuff like that. But but some of those, like like the Palms and everything else, they were selling units in their hotel. So basically, you could buy a hotel suite that uh-huh. had like that little tiny kitchenette yeah, yeah, with like yeah. a t- little two burner and like oh, whatever. Amazing. So they were selling hotel suites for a hundred grand. Oh my god! Yo, that would be amazing yeah. and it's yours and it's amazing. like it's yours it's it's yours and then you own it and then some hotels had a thing where when you're not there they will rent out your room and uh-huh. you and you get some of the profit from it yo that's amazing right yeah but like all these hotels had that for like a hundred grand you were talking about how in canada we don't have like a website or like on realtor for example you yeah. can't look at the history yeah um have you guys heard i and I think real estate agents hate this website. Oh, what is it called again? I always House forget. Sigma. House Sigma. Yes, right? because Where you, you can, can go in and you can even see pictures of like if they've right. done renovations and like right. what the house looked like when it was built as long yes. as pictures are available yep. um, over the years of them, uh, those houses being sold. But yeah, that uh, there's that one. What else we got here? Um, Kara has a question. What hurts more? Oh, this is like, I guess, for Maury and I. Uh, but I guess it's open to the room. Uh, but I guess because Maury and I experienced the game snapped so much. Uh, what hurts more, stubbing your toe uh, so hard that it bleeds or pulling the rubber bands on your neck in the snap game? <laughs> I'm going to say the toe thing. The toe one, for sure. Because that pain could last, like, a long time. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah I've done that. I banged my foot on a Until uh, barbell. Like, on what? On a bar, the dumbbell. And it bled? Uh, no, no, it bled inside, so it was, like, bruised. Yeah. I've broken so many toes. It's not even funny. All of them? Uh, oh, I've broken every single one of my toes. Yeah. Really? All yeah, different yeah, times? Yeah. yeah. My big one, my my second one on my right foot, I broke twice. And my baby one on my right foot, I think I've broken it Which three times. Is that? My the the baby one on my on my right foot, I've broken it three times. How did you break your toes so much? Like, can you remember all the times? Stubbing. The yeah. la the last the real bad last time. 
Don't you remember when I had a boot that I had to wear to work? Like, oh, like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you great boots. Because you used right. to go yeah. barefoot to the grocery because store. Because I just stub my toes on everything because I do everything like sort of barefoot, yeah. right? Um, and I, the the last like real time when I had to wear the boot was, yeah, I walked to the corner store barefoot and then Ooh. I was walking back and I was coming around my driveway. I was walking real fast because there was something I needed to do when I got inside. And I was walking really, really fast. And we have a stone wall, like a short stone wall on the side of my driveway. And as I walked around the car, my baby toe caught the um, my, my baby toe caught the corner of the stone wall and when you looked at my foot yeah. right like you know your toes uh. right my baby toe was sticking off at a perfect ah! like 90 degree angle from where the rest of like my where the, yeah where the rest of my toes were like a perfect 90 degree angle and then the only thing you can do because I'd broken so many toes before the only thing you can do is the buddy system which is you you crank it back up no, stop. Uh, you right stop. you yeah, crank stop. it back up and you tape it to the one next to it Please stop. and then Please just stop. let it heal and just let it heal yeah but it was so bad because I broke the bone all the way down Ooh. right it was like a spiral break all the way down the side of my foot and then that's when I had to oh you know what I did this right so we used to do these big giant concerts it's called Wham Bam, uh-huh. right? Where we, you and I would be on stage introducing all these bands and, and everything else. Um, now I remember why I was in such a, such a rush. And you know the shoes that I used to wear were like super, super pointy Oy. shoes, right? Uh-huh. So I broke that toe the morning of Wham Bam. Oh, crap. And then taped it to the toe next to it and jammed my foot into, into, into my pointy oh. shoes, which actually felt better because they were they were jammed right in there. Yeah, yeah. And then went and did that whole night on stage with you standing, you know, with fans and, and everything else. Yeah. And um, walking I, around. I, I, walking around. I did that whole night and then went home and finally took the shoe off. And once I took the shoe off, that's when everything swelled. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the worst. Yeah, it was not good. So were you in pain that day? Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. The worst pain. Yeah. And that's yeah. all you could think about. Um. Yeah. And then you just sort of go numb, right? Yeah. You go numb. And I remember we were having like a couple of drinks and stuff like that. Oh, that'll like, help. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. really helped. Um. But uh. But when you went to the doctor, did they say like, why did you not get here sooner? Or I guess they oh, had even still like horse. Yeah. Right? Because I waited. I didn't go for like two days. Right. Oh, you the, waited the days? Doctor. It wasn't even like oh, that yeah, night yeah. or the no, next No, because I knew it was broken, and then I had stuff to do the next day. Yeah. Right? Like, we did Wham Bam on it. It was like a Saturday, and then I had stuff to do on – it was Father's Day on Sunday. Oh, right? Um, and uh, that's right, yeah, because it was Wham Bam and then Father's Day. And then so it was Father's Day on Sunday, and then I went the Monday. So I oh waited like whatever. God. I broke my shoulder. When I broke my shoulder, I worked a full week before I went to the doctor. Wasn't Wham Bam in August? What? Yeah. No, not that one year. That that uh, that first year, it was uh, it was in uh, it was in June. Hey Grace, how are you? It's Razamoka. Hey Razamoka, how are you? Good. Welcome to the podcast. What is your question for everybody? Okay, so between all of you and your, uh, do you split the household chores equally between you and your significant other? Do you split the household chores no. equally? Uh, do you in your house? Oh yes, yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, it's so like, what do you, like, what do you do? Yeah. What is your, your husband or wife or whoever? Okay. So my, I clean the washrooms. I clean like the floors, uh, the, the hardwood. Um, and I, and I dust my husband mops the kitchen tiles. He laundries, he does outdoor stuff, you know, so I just make sure that it's equal. So I'm not doing it all by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we don't have like a set amount of chores that, We'll say only Jenna does or only I do. Like mm-hmm. if if some if the house needs to be vacuumed, one of us will vacuum it, right? 
We got two dogs okay. in the house. We vacuum every single day um, with all that dog hair. So, like, one of us will pick up the vacuum. I would say majority of the time, Jenna will do the um, the laundry, not because we've designated that job to her. It's just mm-hmm. one thing, uh, something that she does, right? Yeah. Um, both of us will load and unload the dishwasher. Both of us will wash and dry dishes. Like, there's no set amount of things in the home that right. we know that that one thing is that person's responsibility. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, we don't, I, geez, it's so hard because I'm just never home. Right. Yeah. Like we have somebody that comes to the house and does a full clean top to bottom, um, every other Wednesday and having that in your life is incredible. It's, it's money that is so well spent. Yeah. Like it is so well spent having somebody come in and do that stuff because every other week I would have her come once a week uh-huh. and I may actually start having her come once a week just because it just, it's such an incredible help. And then all we have to do is just like the kitchen and maintenance throughout the week. Sure. Um, and so that really helps. I, uh, we don't split things. We sort of have, you know, Hey, who did the litter boxes last time? Well, it's your turn now, you know, um, sure. Hey, you know, like who's, you know, if Catherine's busy, I'll clean the kitchen. If, she, if, she, if I'm busy, she'll clean the kitchen. Like, it's just not, it's not really a thing. We don't divvy things up. I don't have my jobs and she doesn't have yeah. her jobs. Um, I do the majority of the outside stuff at the cottage. Yep. She does the majority of the outside stuff at the house in the city. Yeah. Right. Just, Ooh, it just, and it's just yeah. the way it is. It's just we the way, just it's know, just the like, way it worked out. The way the house needs to be. And like yeah. someone will do whatever yeah. it is that needs to but be done. But we don't fight over things because Same. everything just always gets done. Yeah. Right. Like, and we, right. and, and right. we, and we also know when each other is exhausted uh, and can't, you know, and, and should not be asked to do something. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we get yeah. that. Like she, she knows me where she'll, if she sees me slumped over on the couch, she's never going to go, oh, hey, it's your turn to clean the kitchen. Right. Because we just don't do that. Yeah. Right. Like we just don't have that relationship. And we know in, in the condo, uh, Matthew, your husband, he does, he does majority, everything, right? Yeah. Well, I do. I'm garbage in unloading the dishwasher. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so you're garbage in unloading the dishwasher, and, and he is. He will. He will clean. Like he'll vacuum. He'll do laundry. Like he'll do the household stuff. Who does yeah. the bathrooms? Matthew. Really? Um, but I will clean if I use dishes like pots and pans for when I'm cooking dinner. I'll clean those right away in the mm. sink. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah. So he does the vast but, majority. Well, if he's not home, I'll quickly run the dishwasher with the pots and pans in them, and then unload right. it quickly. Right, 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 right. Oh, really? Why? He doesn't... He doesn't think that you're allowed to put um, pots and pans in the dishwasher. Just like he thinks if you put a um, a hot Tupperware in the fridge, it'll break the fridge. It'll break the fridge? Because it's competing with the heat. Oh, jeez. The, uh, the cold of, in the fridge is competing with the heat? And it'll break the fridge. Like if you put, like, hot tea in a cold glass, like it'll crack kind of thing? Like, like that, yeah. Bang? So if I, we have to leave the Tupperware on the counter. Like if you put rice or whatever's hot in it, yeah. you leave it on the counter to cool down before putting it in the fridge, or the fridge will break in his mind. The fridge will break, not the wow. container. No, the fridge will break. Oh, jeez. So no. much damage. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you, you, I mean your, your milk will get warm. <laughs> um, hey, Grace, that was wonderful. Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. Oh, thank Thank you. So aren't you going to ask me the question? I was going to say, before we let okay. you go, Grace, okay. between yes. Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Okay, it's Roz. Roz, my favorite. Can I say why? It's good, Roz. It's good. Okay. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> he looks a little skeptical right now. Go, go for ahead. it. No, it's really good. No, no. It's because you're honest, you're genuine, you're witty, you give great advice on the FML, you make me laugh, 
and the book. The book just tops it off. I just can't wait for the book. Uh, so, I can't wait for you to read yeah. the book. I'm gonna. I have so yeah. many cool things that I'm gonna be doing for this uh, for the book, and I'm probably gonna start like late late August, I think. Um, one thing I, I was thinking of doing was I was thinking of because because the way that the, the format of the book is there there's like a lot of little chapters. Mm-hmm. It's the way I wrote it. But I, so I think there's like 35 or 36 of them or Ooh, something like that. Damn. Right. There's a lot of them. Yeah. And so what I was thinking about doing was like 30 days or whatever it was before the book mm-hmm. starts, I may do like a, a reading for social um, where I just read a piece of each chapter. Oh, nice. Like I may do like oh, one, nice. two, three, just like sort of leading up, yeah, leading yeah. up to it. I haven't decided if I'm going to do that yet, but that's one idea I have. And I got a lot of really cool video things that um, that uh, I'll be I'll be releasing um, leading up to the to the launch of the book. But I can't wait for you to read it. And you it means the like world to me. already read Raj. some of the chapters. Uh, is, what's that? Raz, I don't read books at all neither do i uh read yours but are there pictures no no and can i tell you why i'll tell you you why there's no pictures Uh, because they wanted me to do what they call a photo insert Uh so photo inserts are those glossy pages in the middle of a book Mm -hmm. right so you get you're reading the book and then you get to the part of the book where there's just like 12 glossy pages of pictures that relate to things you know at the beginning of the book and then later in the book and i it's distracting and it it doesn't look right and i don't think it adds anything i wanted to do pictures on pages Oh, okay, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. I wanted to do that, um, and we were unable to. Mm. So, no, there's no pictures As somebody in, in who the, reads, the, the photo insert yeah. is, a, is a benchmark when you get to that. Like, it's an accomplishment. Yeah. So, I personally like the photo inserts in the middle. Right. Yeah, I thought it took away because of where— I don't think it does. Um, the Where the—no, it's my book, more. Well, yeah, but right? I'm the also out of the book yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Also, also not in the book, uh, right? No, I didn't. I, I found it to be very distracting. I went through a bunch of books that uh, they, they sent me a bunch of books. And then we, I went through a bunch that Catherine had at home looking for books that had photo inserts. And it, it just it didn't look right to me. It didn't feel right. And I didn't want to. And so I said no to photos in the book. There you go. The Sorry. one book I almost That's finished, okay. the Diane von Furstenberg book, has three photo insert sections. Wow. Did you say the one book I almost finished? Yeah. Have you never finished the book? No. Okay, same. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Grace. Thank you so much. Love you guys. You Have a it. good day. Rose, what about celebrities reading the book? Uh, that was brought up too as an idea, uh-huh. and I don't, I don't know. That doesn't seem I, like something you'd be into. No, it's not that I wouldn't. No, be. just for even the video promo stuff. Like if you have like Scott McGilvery reading one of the chapters. Here's my thing, though, is that although there is a lot of like there is a lot of humor in the book, so much of the book is not funny. Oh, and I I wouldn't want to re- reach out to somebody and have them read something that um, is difficult to read. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so so I sort of nixed the having celebrities, you know, read stuff for the for the book. There are a lot of parts, though, that that, that they that they could like somebody like McGilvery or whoever else would, would crush. Um, but but like just sort of, what's that? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, like they would they would crush it kind of thing. But um, but no, it, I decided again on on not. Uh, I'll do it. Not doing that. I don't want you to read my book more. I mean, I want you to read my book, but I don't want you to read my book. You know what I mean? Haley says here. Uh, did you guys naturally fall into your roles in the show, or did you guys discuss and decide who was going to do what? I.e., Mocha always answers the phones, is the first to speak when talking to a guest. Roz always does the news stories, etc. 
Was uh, it ever discussed? No, uh, it no. was never discussed. I think so, we just yeah. So little was discussed. Yeah, so little was discussed. <laughs> but so much of that is very easily explained, which is Mocha has the the majority of that gear in front of him. Mocha controls the microphones. Mocha has the phone in front of him. Mocha can see who is you know texting in all this stuff. I don't. I have other things on monitors in front of me. Um, <clears throat> so when somebody calls, Mocha is the one that answers the phone. Yeah. Right. Like that's just the, the way the way that it goes. And so Mocha will just always be the one that says hello because Mocha is the one that answers the phone. And just the way things happen uh, on the show, I think it's just like naturally just things just fell into place. And this yeah. just how it is and how it's, it's always been. It, but nothing. It's again, like like sort of like when we were talking about, you know, household chores, it's not like things were divvied up. Well, if you get to do this, then I get to do this. Like yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't that sort of situation at all. We just sort of it evolved into into this. But stuff like Mocha always talking first to people on the phone, that's literally because Mocha is the one that answers the phone. Yeah. Right. And I know other shows where they would be like, OK, so you answer the phone that time. Now I'm going to answer the phone this time. And just just being the first to speak kind of thing, because a lot of people that oh that God, kind of that bro. kind of thing bothers him I or bothers know people. Someone right? who was like that, like working in this industry, yeah, who was just like that, right? Who was upset that they didn't get as much talk time and had asked, Hey, I every other time that we take a phone call, yeah. I would like to answer the phones, right? Uh, every other time that we are on the go on the radio, yeah. I would like to be the one that says hello first. Wow. Uh, every other time we end a phone call, I would like to be the one that says goodbye. That's too much to remember. And it's like, right? So now you got to keep a tally of all right? that stuff. Oh my god! Keep but, a chart. But that's how people are, though, right? Yeah. Like that's how a lot of a lot of people are. And we are not like like just so you know behind the scenes on this show, like that stuff doesn't exist. And not only and we didn't have to grow into that either. That stuff has never existed um, on this show. And I've never even thought about it to no, be honest me with either. you. Like I've never even. I've never even thought about it just because there's also things that Mocha is very, very good at that I actually have zero interest in. Right? <laughs> like I I have zero desire to sort of, you know, introduce a song. Yeah. Right? I don't. <laughs> never done it. I have no desire to do it. I've never wanted to do it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be great at it anyway. You right? did it once when Mocha was sick and yeah. It wasn't good. I'm no. not yeah, yeah. But what do you want from me though? I'm not like trying to pretend like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's not his thing. Right? It's not my thing, right? It's not my it's not my thing. Um so yeah, no, so that that's that. Um but there's just stuff that, you know, Mocha's really great at and uh I uh, I like I'm in awe of the stuff that he's that he's great at because, you know, I love sort of watching somebody do something where they're just really, really good at it. And it's like watching the Olympics. I'm not interested in half those events, but I like watching it because it's like the best people in the world doing <laughs> sure. the thing that they're the yeah, best yeah, at, yeah. right? It's fascinating to me. And that's like what it is a lot of times when I, you know, on, on this show where, you know, you're just so good at that stuff that, you know, I don't want to do it. But because if I started doing it, then I wouldn't get to watch you do it. Just like right? with uh, with you in the news, right? right. Like you're like, that's your thing. Sure. But it wasn't you know even I mean? designed that way. No, right? I know. Yeah. But like you're just naturally yeah, great. Yeah, it's at, just the at, way that it went. The delivery and piecing the stories together and yeah. stuff like that so yeah. um this we're gonna end on this question from rayman okay this is yeah. great yeah. what and I, because i think i know the answer for sure. everybody uh what organized sports did you guys play as kids and what sports are your kids currently in so we'll go around the room first uh organized sports were you did you I played part of any team one up, year of like very minor hockey okay 
that was it. What position? Do you remember? I think like defense. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it was so it wasn't like. No. Was it like a design? Like, did you want to? I or? desperately wanted to. Oh, play you hockey. did. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I've loved hockey my whole life. Yeah. Because uh, I loved road hockey, right? I was of really course. great at road hockey. I had a blistering slap shot in road hockey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but then I, transfer that to ice. Yeah, and it was just I was, you know, I was I was awkward, and I was so much taller, and like, you know, we couldn't afford equipment, so like all my stuff was like hand me down and like pieced yeah. together, and and I just and I and I couldn't, I wasn't a strong skater at all, right? Like you could, you know, my parents were going to sign me up to play hockey, but there was no way they were going to send me to hockey camp yeah. to learn how to do all this stuff. So they just they just did what everybody else did they just signed their kid up for hockey and they were like there go you know get dropped off the rink at 6 30 a.m on a saturday morning here have fun yeah right and yeah that's what a coach <laughs> is for right that's what the coach is for but i was i was not good right oh like i was God, i was dude. less than than not good even it just wasn't for it wasn't for me so we could not have like my parents there's no way they could afford to put me in hockey right yeah but same thing street hockey like that's all we did in the neighborhood crush and i used to love playing goalie and i remember I would always ask my folks, ask my dad, please, can we go to Canadian oh. Tire? Can you get me some gear? Can you get me some goalie gear? Pads. Right? All I wanted were goalie pads yeah. and just couldn't afford it. Yeah. So to make up for it, I was so disappointed. But like as an adult now, like I understand and I think it was like the sweetest thing. Yeah. But my dad took, it was like pink. I don't know if it was insulation, but it was foam. It was thick foam. Yeah. And he took two sheets and he folded them in half and he stuck holes, uh, two in the top, two in the bottom, and put, like, string yeah. through it and gave me those and tied those to my legs and was like, here's your goalie pads. A- every kid I ever played road hockey with wore those pads. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, man. And I had to go out there with my friends and play oh, goalie and stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. Did they goof with on the, you? Oh, so oh, much. But, really? like, as an you know, I understand now, like, why. Right. Because like, goalie equipment is expensive. That's hundreds of dollars. Right. That's something your dad is going to look out the window and see you grinding into the asphalt. Yeah. Oh, completely ruining them, yeah. right? Scratching like, them all yeah. up. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, uh, I fully, I fully get that. But yeah, th- those were though that sort of like foam with like hockey tape on the back and two holes with old pieces of like either rope yeah. or like just straps that you would then tie. Oh yeah, kids wore those all the yeah, time, yeah. right? And you could you could destroy them, right? And then just go make new ones. Yeah. Like it was like they were like it was kind of cost you like four dollars for for goalie I pads. Was, I couldn't even destroy them. Go tell my dad. Yeah. That oh after yeah. No. The first day that you made these, like, it, it was it, it was like it was it was the same way of you know the like everybody made you know sort of nunchucks out of like little pieces of dowling oh, with like with yeah. like a chain in the middle, right? Everything was homemade, right? Like your nunchucks were homemade. Like your ninja suit was homemade. Yeah. Like everything was homemade. Like we didn't buy any of that stuff like if you wanted that stuff like now when you see kids with these you know sanctioned lightsabers that glow and make sound and everything right yeah we were like it was the end of a mop handle that you would paint and you would make the handle to look like a lightsaber handle and you would do all this stuff but everything was homemade everything was homemade we didn't buy anything uh david mori organized sports when you were a kid hockey and baseball you play baseball yeah what position uh, I don't remember. Um, I have no, I don't remember. No. Oh, right. <laughs> but hockey, I was defense. But 
Um, I remember hating it. Like, I didn't want to do it. My dad wanted to Did your dad to make that. you a bat like Mocha's dad made him goalie pads? No, 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 no. We bought bats. But for hockey, I used to just stand in the middle of the ice and watch the clock count backwards. Like, I just was, would stand there, and I was mesmerized by the clock, and he took me out because I wasn't playing. Right. But I have three trophies. So did he force you into hockey? Like, he just thought yeah. it would be good to, like, you know, get yeah, you yeah, out yeah. there and banging around with other kids and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. That's yeah. why I used to do karate at the library. Yeah. Did your dad ever make you anything like Mocha's dad made him goalie pads? No. Like, was there anything you wanted that he that he decided to make himself no no, no. really huh i uh, see i had one of those moms where it was like you know we're not going to go eat out because i can make the same thing at home oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. right <laughs> we have it at home yeah we have that at home uh-huh. right yeah i had one of those i had one of those moms so i ate i ate like a lot oh my of God. <laughs> what <laughs> yo we saw in the store this happened just last week yeah. jen and i saw at the grocery store um was it shake and bake yeah right? yeah and i picked up the box and i was like oh my god babe do you remember this shake and bake and she was like well yeah i said you know like i always wanted shake and bake when i was a kid yeah. and my parents would never buy shake and bake so my mom would like get her own spices and whatever and like mix it all up and be like same thing like i can make shake and bake <laughs> yep, at home yeah and every single time i see shake and bake i always think about that how i was deprived of shake and bake as a yep. kid <laughs> yep no shake and bake for you i grew like i grew up on like if, if i ever had pop like it's like a can of soda or something like that like it was always becker's brand yeah <laughs> right like like it was it was always it was always becker's yeah, like never it was, brand name i don't think i had a pepsi until i was probably like 13 like a legit pepsi no, for me it was rc cola right rc i wish i had rc <laughs> right we had we had becker's and becker's cola was the worst what was it just syrupy oh it was though it was the worst and then so there was two brands there was becker's and then there was pop shop and oh, pop shop around. pop shop came in bottles yeah right? you could buy that at the candy store can you you yeah. could buy pop shop yeah. and that was that was every now and then my dad would bring home like a half a case of a uh, pop shop but we never got pepsi the only and the only thing we ever had in the house that was legitimate um, like regular name brand soda was ginger ale because oh, my dad yeah. drank that, but no kid wants no. ginger ale. No, 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 it no, burns, no. Yeah. right? That's what your mom gives you when you're sick. So yeah, we never had it. We never had any of that stuff. But yeah, no shake and bake is a good one that uh, that your mom would try to make. Yeah, uh, make. Um, trying to think of what other stuff we didn't. We never had any like like cereals and stuff like that every now and then we would get honeycombs like my mom would feel they would be on sale and we'd get like honeycombs yeah but um but like other than that like even chips they were all like no name brand oh, chips. The generic yeah, yeah. And, and we've talked about this before on this show like the thing that people today that kids today don't have because the the quality control has gotten better and the the manufacturing has gotten better all of those things have gotten better and the things that kids don't have to deal with today is asking your mom for money and she fights back and then finally agrees to give you money and then you go to the store and you buy a bag of chips and then you bring that bag of chips home and you open it up and they're all burnt oh do you remember yeah. that yeah, so disappointing. That doesn't exist anymore. No, because everything's got to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect. You would go get a bag of like plain chips and open it up and every single one of them would be burnt. Oh, and you have to worst. eat it, yeah. right? You have to mm, eat it. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ma. Yo, Shem, did you play, ever play organized sports growing yeah, up? I played uh, softball, uh, basketball a lot, and uh-huh. flag football. 
Flag oh, really? Football. Yeah, really? I played flag football a lot uh, in school, and I was uh, pretty good. Those were my athletics. Flag football, that's a fun sport. Super fun. Yeah, exhausting. Uh, though. My dad played baseball on the Jewish Singles League. Really? Oh, yeah? So would they go and play, like, other singles? Jews? Like, like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But was, they, it all, was it a mixed team, or was it all guys? It was all guys, and it was, it was <laughs> I guess that doesn't make sense, but it was all guys, and uh, every Saturday I would sit in the stands and watch my dad play with other single jewish men just, no, and they would like, all just like talk about how lonely they are <laughs> <laughs> no but like who were the teams that they were playing against was other, it was like, all a other, league you signed into and then they divvied up the teams all and stuff other like single that. jews all the other yeah, synagogues uh, yeah, and stuff yeah. and then he also i remember he also and it was did, only for singles it was only for singles yeah. and then they also did um like a gala night where they put together a stage play where my dad had to like learn his lines and stuff like that for the gala night where they put on a performance for the other singles Wow. Wait, but what? <laughs> Hold on, for the other singles? Like you Wasn't the point of like putting the team together so that they could mix and mingle with like other no, like, single women? You, that's what you no, would it's think. just so you can make friends. Like, uh, like, hey, we're all single, so we'll just have a baseball that's league. So weird, right? Oh, it's so, so the weird. goal wasn't to. No. No, the goal was just to have friends. Yeah, it wasn't a mixer. It was just single people come and be single together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then what? Then you got to put on a play for the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much to ask. That's way too My life much. is already miserable. You know what I mean? Why am I here? I gotta play baseball right? with single people. I gotta, I gotta perform yeah. for single people. Then I have to go act. <laughs> right? No, that's too much to ask, oh. man. That is too much oh, of an ask. What a great round of questions. Thank you, everyone, for uh, your submission. Every week we post on Instagram at Kiss925 a picture that simply reads Ask Razamoka. So uh, next time you see that pop up on your feed, please uh, feel free to load up the comment section and we'll have uh, two of you join us on a future episode. Thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.